Ron Van Dam. He doesn't need this gig. He's got all that money coming from that deposed Nigerian prince. Should be here any day now and then. He's kissing you suckers goodbye. You're listening to The Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. It's The Ron Van Dam Show. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Hold on tight. Things can get a bit weird. If you like that sort of thing. My goodness. All right, all right. I'll do a show. Okay, get off my back. Wow, leave me alone. Every time you you turn on the radio to listen to me or you you click on me, I've been clicked on a lot, uh, uh, an angel dies. And so does a brain cell. You know that uh, my name is biblical. My name is in the Bible. My name is Ron. I was one of the wise men. I was the third one from the left. And um, yeah, Ron is a biblical name. It, it translated into English. It means uh, he who complains. That's yeah. You didn't know that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks for coming by. You didn't have to do this. I mean, we don't have anything where I owe you and you owe me. I, I never saved your life, and now you have to listen to the show unconditionally. That never happened. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You're one of the people that I refer to when I talk about people. I am very honest to various parts of your body, if you haven't noticed. I don't talk behind your back, I talk to your face. Sometimes I'll talk behind your legs, you don't even know I'm there, and then I'll talk to your knees, maybe. Yeah, I do specific parts of the body is what I do. Yes, I have a theme song. Thank you. Let me tell you about some of the people that make this show possible. I do this every once in a while. Jason Shaw composes and performs the theme song and the closing theme and some of the incidental music, incidentally. Jason uh, does that for this program, and we thank Jason for that. Jason Shaw, ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Where's your wallet? Where's your wallet? Give it up. Then there's John Shanahan, the lovely and talented John Shanahan, a comedy writer, does many of the comedy bits on this show, does radio as well. John Shanahan, ladies and gentlemen, please hold your applause till the end of the program. And then there's Nicole Reed. She's the British voice that you hear at the beginning of the program. Is she really British? Nobody knows. I know, but you don't. And she books many of the national interviews that we do on this particular program that you're listening to. 
There are other people involved, but I just don't know who they are. So that's all. Well, oh God, you are looking good today. What happened? Did you get up on the right side of the bed or the left side, huh? If your bed's against the wall, you don't have much of a choice. But still, people make that mistake even so. Anyway, yes, my job is to complain about things. I mean, I know we all do that, but I do it publicly, and that makes me special. So, <laughs> there, you, there, there you go. There you go. There, there you go. Sounded like a pirate. There are a lot of things that we say that sounds like a pirate, doesn't it? I, I, I. Are you? Uh, all right, we're going to do a roll call. Uh, Johnny? I. Marsha? I. Ron, I, I, matey. I don't know what a matey is. Sounds wrong, but that's what they do with the matey thing. Pirates, not a good job. Apparently, uh, you usually have a wooden leg. You've lost an eye already. You've got bird shit on your shoulder, and your boat is running aground. Not the kind of occupation I want to go to school for. You know what I'm saying? They don't have pirate school, do they? I guess they do in some of those Middle Eastern countries, you know what I'm talking about? But they don't have that here. Uh, even at uh, uh, community colleges, they don't they don't have a course in pirate. Uh, you'd have people uh, signing up for the pirate class at community college. I, uh, I wonder I signed uh, to walk the plank. I've, I've, I can't seem to walk the plank properly. There's a plank. I know how to walk, but somehow I can't do it. I... Is there a trick to walking the plank? Do you have to be in the center or shift your body weight at any given moment on the plank? How long should the plank be? Perhaps my plank is too long. That's a compliment some places where I go, but I don't know. I need I need plank walking 101. Do you offer that here at the community college? No, we don't. I, I, I. Why do you say I? Is it because you're looking for the other one? And why are you wearing a blindfold? Are you like half playing pin the tail on the donkey? Um, or what What are you doing with that eye patch on you? I, I patch. I say the first part of it. I say I all the time, but I forget to say patch. I need to go to a community college school to be a pirate. I, I... I rob people, but then I don't know what to do after that. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All right, fine. Ron, are you going to do this for the entire program for half an hour? Are you going to do pirate jokes that aren't even funny? You're just like mimicking a pirate. You know, pirates are sensitive, you know? You know? That's what Trump says. Pirates are people too, you know? We love the pirates. And he's not referring to the baseball team either. Is there a baseball team named the Pirates? See, I'm not into sports at all, but I think there was or there is. That's okay. Anyway, welcome to the show. So here's what I want to complain about today, and it's kind of funny. I mean, it's not funny, ha, 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 but it's kind of funny, odd. Whenever I'm calling a company trying to complain about something, I, I call the Boston Globe every single week because I never get my Sunday paper. Apparently, my house doesn't, doesn't exist, but it does. I live in a, in a major city, but they can't seem to deliver the paper to my house. 
Boston Globe, like maybe you're an okay newspaper, but you surely don't know how to get your product to the people. You kind of suck at that big time. So I called them up in order to complain again that I didn't get the Sunday paper. And I get the, I get the customer service. First, I have to argue. I have to argue with the automated system. I'm arguing with a robot. Yeah, it's down to that. We all do it. We argue. You know, you call you call up a number to complain, and, and the, the recording says, if you want to, then press 1. If you feel like a douche, press 2. Did we tell you that in the paper this week, we've got... No, you, I, don't, I didn't even get it. Stop telling me about... Try to, to sell me about getting certain things in the paper. I, I didn't even get the paper. So finally, the um, the automated system gives up on me and says... I, 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 and this is literally what the automated system says. Uh, we can't figure out what the hell you're talking about, so we're going to switch you to a customer service representative. Thank you. So apparently if I act like an idiot and an abusive customer, then you'll put me through. Otherwise, I have to listen to your AI spiel. Spiel. Did I say that wrong? Spiel or spiel? I think it's spiel. You got to throw the chutzpah <laughs> in it. So finally I get a person, and now it's a kid. And the problem is, at my age, everybody's a kid. Even people my age are kids. What's going on here? Everybody's a kid. Everybody's younger than me. Anyway, so, uh, and I'm not that old. So anyway, so I get this customer service kid, and he says, I'm sorry for the wait. And I said, well, (laughs) then I want everything for free for now on. Joking. I said, here's a problem. I didn't get the Sunday paper. And he says, all right, uh, look, uh, look me up there. What's your, what's your address? And I tell him. And he says, uh, my computer's slow today. <gasps> and that's what starts to piss me off. We are in a world of computers. I'll spell computer for those that can't hear me properly and only spell things. Or maybe children shouldn't be hearing the word computer. I have to spell it. C-O-M-P-U-T-E-R. Kids don't know what I just said. They don't know how to spell. Neither do some adults. We are, our lives are run by computers. Everything we do is by computer. Everything we see is by computer. Everything that, uh, everything is, everything's, everything's computer. Our entire lives, everything we do, everything we know, everything we see, everything we own, all our money, it's all run by computers. That should scare the hell out of you, but it doesn't. But it should. Do you ever hear the word hack? That means like it's somebody that doesn't do it really well. They're a hack. Well, this is this is worse. There, people are get, getting hacked. Networks are getting hacked. Computer systems are getting hacked every day. And they tell us this. They try to tell us like com- security things so that we don't get hacked. And the security things cost money than the computer that we bought originally to have a computer. Well, here's a wonderful technology. Problem is, it sucks. That's what they're saying. Our new technology is incredible. Problem is, it can be ruined by anybody at any time. Have a good day. What kind of life is this that we're leading? Do you realize that's what's happening? Technology is taking us to a place that is totally unsafe because they're telling us it's totally unsafe. So uh, I'm at the Boston Globe uh, talking to the guy uh, on the phone. And uh, he finally says, well, our computers are really slow. 
uh, and I and it's okay, man. This is bad. It gets worse. It gets worse than that. Did you ever call a computer company and you have an account with them and they say, I'm sorry, our, our, our computers are slow today. I don't know what's wrong with our computers. They're, they're, they're slow. Everybody says it no matter who I call. They all say the same thing. Everybody's computers are slow. Let's put that all together and come up with the result that they are not reliable. If you got all your info in your entire life on a computer, you're in trouble because now it's slow. And this is the way we live and we do nothing about it. Someone should raise their hand and say, I'm complaining here. And you know, at my tender age, I say I write things down, I print things out. They say, you don't have to do that. It's all on the computer. No, I know, but the computer is slow. Or it's inefficient. You tell me it is every day. <laughs> I need that information quick. I'm sorry. It's slow. <laughs> oh, no. What do I do? I don't, nothing. I can't, I don't, no, I, there's nothing you can do. They've stolen my identity, you say. How did they get that? On the computer, <laughs> on the internet. Why, how did they get that information, Ron? It didn't happen, but it could. Um, yeah, people get their, their identity stolen all the time or, or, or their information hacked and they get their social security number and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's because your information is in the thing. And they're all saying, well, you know, uh, you have to uh, buy security systems and uh, security systems are getting hacked and, and broken into all day. Oh, that's where all my information is. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Half the time when I complain to a company, they'll tell me, "Well, go to uh, go to your go to our rep- website, and if you have a problem, you don't want, if you don't want to hold for seventy two hours." and listen to music that we're going to play for 72 hours until we find somebody to answer your question, go to our website. And then you go to their website, and it's like frequently asked questions. And none of those questions are the question that you're asking. (laughs) My question is never frequent. If it is, I could have figured it out, or maybe I could have Googled something. But my things are never frequent. And half the... Half the reason you call customer services is so you can unload on them. I want to tell you how bad your company is. So you can go to our website. No, I want to tell you. Going to your website does not make me feel any better ever. It only confuses me because sometimes your website is slow. <laughs> it's true. I called them back and said, you know, you told me to go to the website and the website it's not working. Well, did you try going to... Now, I don't need a technology course. I want to complain about something. It is so freaking frustrating with a giant F. Oh, my God. We should be horrified that our entire lives are exposed and vulnerable. And they tell you it is, once again, because they try to sell you shit to protect that fact. And this is how we live. And I'll tell you something, kids. 
Um, <laughs> you, you are on a path to some type of destruction you can't imagine. There is no privacy anymore. Do you want privacy? You have to pay for it now. Well, I have a website. Okay, fine. Do you pay a lot of money for it? Yeah, it cost me a fortune for having a website. Do you pay for privacy? What? You know, someone can steal your website. What are you talking Stop it. Stop it. Stop. When did this start? I don't know when it started, but stop it. And you're wondering why people feel insecure? Because they're not secure. That's why. Nobody's information is private anymore. You don't have to send pictures of your private parts online in order to be exposed. Now we have AI, artificial intelligence, which is what basically our society was to begin with. Artificially intelligent. We said we were intelligent. It was all artificial. It was like fake boobs. Artificial intelligence. They can uh, create uh, your face on anybody's body and have you say some horrible things. They can, like, take a, a picture of a pecker, which is a penis, and send it and then put your name on it, and everybody will think it's from you. And you can say, that's not me, and they won't believe you. So, uh, whoopee, have a good day. Have a good time. You think you got a specific vagina? No more, ladies and gentlemen. Your vagina is out there. And if it's, even if it's not yours and you didn't do it, they'll say you did and people will think it's you. It's, there's, there is no protection against anything anymore. A condom doesn't help you socially. And it can happen to anybody at any time, and that's the way it is. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Also, another great thing about society and Facebook and all that stuff and social media, if you want to threaten somebody, you can do that anonymously. It's look, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, um, I'll tell you something, and I'll tell you something honestly. We're all fucked. Um I think we always have been, but now the level of that fuckism has gotten higher. And excuse me for using the word higher. Children of the corn. I refer to the younger generation as the children of the corn because I think children are as tender as many of the uh, ears of corn are that are uh, developed in the Midwest. Children of the corn, uh, you got a job on your hands. You, uh, we've left you a pile of crap which you have to wade through. It's like wearing very special shoes in order to get across the cow field. It's, it's a tough deal. It's a tough deal, man. Well, computers made things easier, Ron. Only if you want to order online. Other than that, not so much. Computers have made things worse. Social media has made things worse. It's a fact. Look it up. And if you don't look it up, think about it. It's worse. We've come up with new excuses. My computer is slow. 
There's a company called Road Scholar. I won't name them specifically, but they're Road Scholar. And it's true, so I'm not doing anything out of, you know, I'm not making it up. It really happened. They're running a trip to um, from Boston to Key West. Never been to Key West. Figured, maybe. Check it out. So I call up their phone number, which they publish online. But I call because I'm a telephone kind of guy. And I don't do frequently asked questions. <clears throat> That's like, you want to figure something out? Well, I don't want to talk to you. Oh, okay. I get that, customer service person. Company that cares about its people but doesn't want to talk to them ever. So I call them up. And it was on a Thursday afternoon. On a Thursday afternoon. And here's the recording that I got. I won't play it for you because I don't think I'm allowed to do that, but I'll tell you what it said. And I, I'm not, uh, this is pretty much exactly what they said. Due to high call volume, we have closed early for today. Please contact us tomorrow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when they get high call volume, apparently they throw their hands up and go, I can't handle this. Let's just go home. <laughs> That's what they said. Due to high call volume, we have closed for the rest of the day. <sighs> or, I mean, maybe they didn't mean it like that. Maybe due to high call volume, uh, we are not taking any more calls today because we can't handle it because we don't have enough people to handle our business. Oh, okay. You're people that I want to deal with immediately. Sounds like a reputable, really efficient organization. Needless to say, the idea of employing these people for a trip is not going to happen. Why? Because I'm a discerning son of a bitch, and I don't want to be treated like that. I value customer service over quality any day. I mean, if your quality sucks, I'm not going to get involved. But if, if you have a good product, uh, yet I can't contact you and your answers to me are, oh, that's too bad, I'm not dealing with you quite obviously. <laughs> but this is the world of computers, ladies and gentlemen. We don't talk to people anymore. And when we do, we get nowhere with them. Now, there are some companies that are excellent that when you call, you do get a person within a reasonable amount of time. I'm a Verizon customer for the Verizon phone thing. I think they call it Verizon Wireless. Oh, there are no wires involved. There's no wires involved in this. I have my cell phone with uh, Verizon Wireless. I had a problem. I called them up. They directed me to their website, to which I said, no, I will hold. They played music that nearly killed me because it was so monotonous and horrible. But I held for 37 minutes. But they told me that. They said, your estimated wait time is 37 minutes. Now, I don't know if they tell me that to make me comfortable, like they're giving me good, good information, or whether they're trying to make me say, I ain't waiting for 37 minutes. I'm hanging up. That's how they get rid of you. Your wait time is five hours. Well, I'm not, <laughs> bye. 
It was 37 minutes. And, you know, to give them uh, some type of uh, positive spin, they answered the call in 34 minutes. Ooh, better than I thought. And when I talk to them, it doesn't matter if they resolve my problem or not. You've already displayed to me your inefficiency to take care of a concern that I had. And while I'm on hold for 37 or 34 minutes, they throw in these little marketing things, you know, uh, they play the music and then a person comes on the phone, you know, a little message thing and says, did you know that you can upgrade to upgrade? I got to wait 37. I ain't upgrading with you. You should be thankful that I, I even have an account with you under the circumstances. Hire more people. And then they have on the recording, uh, today uh, is an unusually high call, due to high call volume, and they say it on every single day. If your high call volume is so high every single day, hire more people. What are you doing with the money that I give you? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there you have it. Uh, customer service is very important. You should not be holding for 37 minutes for anything. That means they don't care or they can't hire, uh, they can't hire enough people to help you. That's not a good company. So Verizon, you suck. And Rhodes Scholar, I don't even have words about you. You couldn't even put me on hold so that you could suck. You haven't even reached that level yet. Oh, you're going there, but you haven't reached it completely. It seems like all I do on this program is complain, but you give me such a palette in order to paint these things. The canvas of inefficiency is extended to the point where I don't have enough paints to actually create this masterpiece of complaint. And it seems to me that it wasn't like this when I was growing up, when I was a young, young adult. When I called a place by telephone to have a voice-to-voice powwow, a person answered the phone and said, Hi, Welcome to Acme Shoes. How may I help you? <gasps> a person. If a person answered the phone, has a person ever answered the phone when you've called something? No. Sometimes they do. If the company is small and they're really good, when somebody answers the phone, my immediate reaction is, I don't care what you're selling me. I'll do it. Because someone, a human being, is so amazingly wonderful. Sometimes I can't understand what they're talking about, and I'm, I'm not being racist. I'm really not, but I'm, I'm an American. I, I speak English. I'm not from another country. I apologize for that. Um, there's good people from countries. They live here. They have jobs. It's fantastic, but I can't understand you sometimes, and I have to say, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. It's hard to complain to somebody that doesn't understand. And I don't think that I'm necessarily calling. I don't think I'm speaking to someone who lives in the United States. I'm thinking, I think I'm talking to India or the Philippines or, or some something. I, I don't think companies hire people anymore. They hire call centers to handle all that stuff because when I ask a question, 
to these companies and I get them on the phone after 37 minutes, they have to look up what I'm concerned about. They have to look it up. And if it isn't in the manual that they've given these telemarketer customer service people, then they don't know what to do. They have to get to a supervisor. That's another 37 minutes. Look, I'm telling you something right now. Uh, people of the United States, you should rise up. Don't put up with this stuff anymore. If computers are so wonderful, let's have them do the wonderful things. I never want to hear the excuse anymore. Oh, my computer is slow. I'm having trouble with my computer here. Oh, I'll help you in just a second. Oh, hold on. No, it doesn't cut the cheese anymore. You people are driving me nuts. Stop doing that. I'm out of time for today. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new program. I hope you join me then, and I hope things get better, but they're not going to. I'm just saying, you know, if we all united and said, uh, we're not going to take this, um, if, if you keep me on hold for 37 minutes and you can't answer my question, I can't understand you, I'm moving on. And if we all did that, I think we'd get some results that would be awesome. Until next time, I wish you peace.